Mafia, what's going on? Welcome back to the old New York Mafia edition. We're back. We're happy. I, I just had a guest here. I had a guest for this week. And the file got corrupted and deleted. I'm on the brink of suicide. I don't even want to be doing this fucking episode. Uh, worst episode to have this shit, shit attitude. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to get this one done. Can't fucking believe what just happened. An hour and a half of recording. Great conversation. Great guest. And it's all fucking gone because the internet blows. So I'm in a terrible fucking mood, but I wasn't yesterday because the Bills won 48 to 20 against the Dolphins. Happy Victory Monday to all of you. Uh, yeah, no, that was a, an absolute shit stomping of a football team. They came in here, oh, 70 points. We almost did it. We, we didn't take the NFL record because we're respectful. Well, fuck you and fuck your 70 points. Get shit on by Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. And um, I refuse to move any further into this conversation um, before talking about Trey White. That's absolutely fucking devastating. Absolutely gut-wrenching. It's more gut-wrenching uh, than, you know, me losing an hour and a half worth of a fantastic interview that will be coming at you at some fucking point because it's got to be fucking re-recorded. Um, but uh, I think... I think I can speak for um, all of all of Bill's Mafia when I say shit. Fuck every fucking year with the same shit. We gotta lose one of our best fucking players to some horse shit. Fourth, uh, let me set the fucking scene for you. If you're an idiot and you didn't watch the fucking game, fourth and one, the Dolphins are getting blown out. What could they do on fourth and one? They could run the ball and get a first down. They could quarterback sneak it, get the first down. No, Tua drops back and looks for a deep ball dialed up down the sideline. Tyreek Hill is covered by Tredavious White, and Tredavious White's backpedaling, and boom! Like a fucking gunshot loses his Achilles. Right then and there, um, I know I've said I'm superstitious, and you're aware of this if you've checked out every episode, um, and I had a good cackle when Aaron Rodgers went down, and I don't do that. I never, ever laugh at injuries. I don't like injury posts on Instagram. Oh, this guy's out for the season with an ACL. I don't even like it. I don't do anything to it. I'm super superstitious, and I fucking broke uh, my, my moral code, and here the fuck we are. Um, we lost easily uh, a top-five player on this team, uh, debatably, I, I would hold it to the standard that he's a top five corner in this league. He held Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Uh, I mean, this, this was the defense collectively, but to seven catches yesterday. Um, what this was, this is, a, I believe, this year a way bigger loss than Von Miller was last year. Um, we can never have this team fully healthy. This there's there's some spots in the world where. It's just like a just a a radial spot, just like a couple miles long or whatever. That uh, that town or county or state can't have fucking anything. And welcome to Buffalo. Welcome to hell, bitches. Welcome to hell. If you're new here, you should just leave. Just take your shit, get out while the fuck you can. God fucking damn it! Out of anybody, Tredavious White. Out of fucking anybody. It has to be fucking Trey White again. And you can look at McDermott's presser after the game. He was emotional talking about it. Uh, I know I'm not, I don't have shoulder pads. I don't have a helmet. 
I'm not in the the fucking um the the stadium or I'm not in the building every day. But uh, I think you could see it as a fan and and definitely as a player or a coach that this guy does it right. He does everything right. He went about an ACL injury, which is one of the most serious injuries we're gonna see. Uh, you're gonna see in the NFL. Uh, went about it and and had an incredible recovery. Came back and you know just and, and recently in this last game got picked and you know this the game that happened you know broke up a pass that. It was an interception that just fell out of his hands, whatever. Um, it just starting to look like himself again. And and now he's gone again for, you know, upwards to probably 16 months. Who knows? He's not going to be ready for the start of next year. Uh, we'll see what this does to his career. Um, just, you know, thoughts and prayers to Tredavious White and his family. And you know what? I'm, there's people that talk about it and there's players that are advocates for it, but how many people got to get on their knees and double fist Roger Goodell's penis into their mouth for him to change the fucking fields? Who needs to do this? Like, why? There's there's players shouting at you. There's coaches asking for it. Fucking change the fields. We're we're done with this AstroTurf. How many players, how many, how many years of careers, how many... Years are not only are you going to deprive these players from playing the game they love and making the money that they're making. Uh, how many fans and 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 just coaches are you going to deprive of these years of these fantastic players? I mean, just in the last year, Von Miller, Tre'Davious White, Aaron Rodgers. At the end of the day, I, I'm a Bills fan, but I, I, before that, I'm a football fan, and I love watching football and I love the sport. I played it my whole life, and it, it's something that hold near and dear to me. When I see a guy like Aaron Rodgers go down, even though to be fair, the situation was just like it was kind of funny. It's very sad, uh, but you know, seeing Aaron Rodgers go down. I'm deprived of watching him, one of the best ever at throwing the football, play the whole year. If not, we'll see what this does to his career. I bet he'll be back. But like, and then same thing with Von Miller. You know, like this could have been his career. Tredavious White, we're going to see what the fuck happens. But like, that, those are just three names that have been claimed by the fucking turf monster. And I'm not talking tripping on the field. I'm talking losing ligaments. And, and severely altering their life for upwards to a year, at least. How many fucking people got a double gawk fucking Goodell for him to change this shit? And Roger Goodell is one of those people, like, when I'm mad, I say shit I don't mean. I'm like, fuck you. If I like it to, you know, during the Jets game, I was just like looking at people on the screen. They're just like, I work with Kaleida Health and I work with, you know, these patients and it's my job every day to help them. And I'm just like, fuck you, broad. Fucking die. And like people around me are like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I'm just mad. I don't mean it. But like Roger Goodell is one of those people that like I want a violent death for. Like, I want him to be hunting in British Columbia and just like a fucking grizzly bear just grabs him and just fucking eats him alive. I want him dead. I want his family to watch. I fucking hate that guy. And for the simple reason that he does not fucking see the players as anything but money bags. He doesn't care. If he cared about the players, every field would be changed to turf. And how much you want to bet this fucking idiot is going to change all the fields to grass next year? How much you want to bet? I'd put. If I had the money 
to put, you know, a thousand dollars down on it. I'd put a thousand on that. This is fucking ridiculous. The fact that there are players not only asking, but begging for you to do this and every injury that happens because of the AstroTurf, this was a non-contact with you know, Tredavious White. This was a non-contact injury. He was backpedaling and his foot got stuck in the ground. He lost his fucking Achilles. And seeing him on the field throw his helmet, start crying, just knowing the person that Tredavious White is, what he does for the community, the 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 effort that he puts into being on the football field and, and being the great all-pro player that he is, and just to see him just emotionally at zero and, and get carted off in a game where he shouldn't even be in the fucking game. He shouldn't be in the game. No starters should be in. A guy like Tredavious White, who's what, 27? Micah Hyde's in? And that guy's like 30,000 years old? Get him out. They don't need to be there. Get the young guys in. And I'm not saying it's any better that if, you know, say a Saran Neal gets injured, and I'm not saying that's a good thing, but fuck. Like, come on. Can't we see the light? Can't we help the players? And he does not give two fucks into a rolling donut about what happens to players. He just cares about the money, and it shows. And it fucking shows every week, every year, every fucking day. I am sick of Roger Goodell. I hate that motherfucker. I don't think there's a, a fan, a player, a coach, a, a, a fucking owner that doesn't hate that idiot. Roger Goodell, if for some reason you're listening to this podcast with like an average of 15 listeners, fuck you. Fuck you and fuck everyone that lives in your house. God damn it. Every year with Buffalo, we got to just lose one. We can never be at, at full strength. We're, we're a week away, a nut hair away from being our full capacity on that side of the ball. And there it fucking goes again. And I'll tell you what, the game was great. Don't let my attitude from the, the file corrupting on my interview and the Tredavious White injury, don't let my attitude change how you think I felt about this game. The Bills played an absolute perfect football game. We were, we were getting worked in the first half. It was back and forth, but then defense figured it out. McDermott calling this defense has changed this defense for the better, and I would be surprised if he ever hands the reins over to anybody ever again. Because he, he's playing, he's not playing, but he is calling this defense to such a level that he can, you know, take a guy like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and suppress them to seven catches combined. Come on. This defense, Rousseau had two sacks. Rousseau's looking great. His player development is undeniable. His defense is impregnable. It's uh, everything about that game defensively and offensively. I mean, Josh had five tugs. And I, I wish I had the fucking energy an attitude to sit here and talk about this for an hour. I don't. I really don't. The fact that we lost a player like Tredavious White on a, on a fourth and one, they're taking a shot down the field. Run the fucking ball. And that would have never happened. Would have never fucking happened. 
I, I'm disgusted. I'm absolutely disgusted. And the fact that that happened completely ruined my entire outlook on the rest of the game. I don't give a fuck that we won. I would have much rather have lost that game if it meant keeping everybody healthy. I would have lost that game. I would have lost that game 70 to 20. I really wouldn't have cared. Absolutely gut-wrenching to see that happen to such a just a good dude and Tredavious White. Just an all-around good guy. Does his fair share in the community. He's just a, a, a pivotal figure on the team. And and here we are without him again. And it's gonna show. I love Benford. Dane Jackson had his best offseason and in, in training camp he's ever had, according to McBean, McDermott and Bean. And and Elam, that's a first round guy. And he made he had some sparks last year, and we'll see what happens after sitting the first three, four weeks. Um but, but it's gonna show that Trey's not out there. And it's a it's a goddamn shame because he was just starting to really look comfortable on the field again and and doing what he needs to do correctly. And I'm I'm absolutely gutted about the situation. And if you're not and you're a Bills fan, hand in the fucking jersey tonight. You don't know anything. Hand in your jersey. Um Trey's different. And I I just can't believe it. I'm still, and now it's uh, it's about seven o'clock now on Monday. Um, news just got released that it's confirmed. It's completely torn. So, yeah. Altogether, uh, Roger Goodell, go fuck yourself. Uh, fix the fields. Uh, but on the good note of this game, the defense played great. I mean, holding a team that just put up seventy points, um, to twenty, and I mean that it's what. One touchdown in the second half. That's a that's a killer game, and you know we can look at every defensive stat, but I really want to look at uh at Matt Milano, ten tackles and a forced fumble. That dude, he watched his film this week. If you are a young linebacker in high school, in college, what wherever your position might be, hell in the NFL. Uh, Luke Keekley is, or excuse me, not Luke Keekley. See, that's who I think uh, Matt Milano is. I think he's the next coming of Luke Keekley. Uh, Matt Milano just embodies what it is to be a linebacker. Knows where he has to be. Understands the the flow of the offense and how they run their offense. Gets to his spot and like with every play that Matt Milano made, fast. Knew where he was going. No indecisiveness. Uh, just immediately got to a spot, tackled the ball carrier, got back up and lined up the next play. Uh, a nice forced fumble by him. I think that was recovered by Taryn No, that was recovered by Bernard. Fuck, I can't remember. No, I think his fumble wasn't recovered. And Taryn Johnson forced a fumble that Bernard recovered. Uh, go Bernard. Bernard also had a he had a, a decent game. Nothing crazy to uh to call back on like five tackles. Uh, but you know that that Micah Hyde interception. If Terrell Bernard's not running step for step with Jalen Waddle, and and closing off that whole front face of him to get the ball to, uh, you know, two was not lofting and that went over his head right into Hyde's arms. So Bernard also looked good. You know, he had that one play where he almost had another interception, and it tipped into Waddle's hands and whatever. 
you know, it, it clearly didn't amount to nothing. Um, but, you know, he played another all-around good game. Same thing with Milano. Uh, Taylor Rapp was in for Poyer. And you guys know how I feel about DeMar Hamlin. I do not uh, I do not like him on the field on the defensive side. And, you know, Rapp came in and brought that veteran's presence. Came out with six tackles and, and looked stout in coverage. Had a good understanding of the defense. There was no real time, I believe, that showed... Uh, him lacking knowledge of where to be or where his spot was or uh, lack of understanding on defensive calls, he he looked great. And I'm I hope that I, I think the plan is to re-sign him because Poyer and Hyde are getting older, uh, and I'm I'm happy with him being one of our safeties when that time comes eventually. Um, I really liked how he played in this game. I like how Gene, Dane Jackson came into the game, uh, and and did what he had to do. He came out that one play. Uh, he was sitting in, uh, and it was kind of like a palms coverage, kind of like a Tampa two if you play Madden. And he was sitting in that little, uh, that little flat, flat zone. And his receiver bailed out on a streak. And as soon as the ball was thrown to a Chan or whatever the fuck that running back's name is, uh, immediately just drove on the ball. And as soon as he caught it, you know Dane Jackson was there, laid a nice hit, had a nice breakup on Tyree Kill. For the two point conversion, I'm not a huge Dane Jackson guy, uh, but he played he played good this week, and he did what he needed to do in loss of an incredible player. I uh, I think the defensive line was outstanding. Uh, yes, they did lose Teron Armstead. Yes, they didn't have Connor Williams at center, um, which is terrible, and I I do feel bad for them. Because uh, Teron Armstead, he's just a great player just extremely injury prone and it's sad to see that and it it even when he was in though it, it he wasn't making that much of a difference he wasn't i i think that the defensive line all around played a great game i think Rousseau was easily the top dog on the defensive line i mean pass breakup two sacks constant pressure on the quarterback you know his length showed in this game and Especially when you get a tackle in, like their backup tackle, I can't remember his name. Um, you know, you got to go to work as an end and as an edge rusher, and he did. Really good game by the defensive line. Uh, and also Daquan Jones. Daquan Jones, that man, he's slowly becoming one of the, the more talked about names as defensive linemen in the NFL. Um, really like how he's played. And for an older guy, he's... Uh, He's really come into his own and, uh, on this team, and he was good on uh, Tennessee. But I feel like him on the Bills has just been extravagant to this point, and I really like how he's played. Uh, for the offensive side of the ball, I mean, come on, that man, Josh. Whew. What a game. And I, I know I said I'm going to do Josh Allen's blunder each week. Uh, I didn't see one. I didn't see a blunder this week, which I'm happy to report. I didn't see one play where normally, you know, he does something stupid or hurdles over someone or throws three interceptions on the opening night. I really, I didn't see one play where he, he did something outlandishly stupid. Um, and I said, you know, th this last Mafia edition that I feel like, and I feel like a lot of people in Buffalo feel that Josh Allen kind of plays to the level of the other quarterback. 
and he knew this was a big game, and here we are. Five touchdowns, one on the ground, and um, four through the air. Looking at him, you don't even have to go back and watch the film. You just watch that game. You see him. His progressions were incredible. One, two, three, balls out. Every single time. He had a good amount of time in the pocket. I think our offensive line, pass-wise, pass protection played well. I think the run blocking was kind of lackluster. You know, I mean, James Cook only had 29 yards off 12 carries. He's done a lot more with 12 carries in the past couple weeks. He did have a touchdown uh, that Josh fucking shoved him in. So, call that five and a half touchdowns for Josh, maybe six. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't think the, um, I don't think the run blocking was as good as it's been. I think it had a lot of room to improve in this game, especially against a weak Dolphins defense. Uh, but Latavius Murray looked good. Had that little breakout run for 29. Uh, we saw the old man get chugging that old bastard and he's still got some, uh, he's still got some zip in him. And uh, I really like how he can be the second running back. It doesn't have to be Damian Harris. Um, we can we can run a three-headed monster in the backfield, which is just great to know. And Josh only ran the ball four times for 17 yards. And as long as it was 11. So what? He's got like six yards there. They're just like one-yard, two-yard little runs. Love to see that. Receiving? Way more efficient than last week. It was it was just all digs last week. Nobody else got anything going. We saw Hardy get two little catches, two tough ones, and just jump over that first down marker and, and show some flashes of that old Deontay Hardy, crazy agile slot receiver looking kind of guy. Gabe, three for 61, a tug. That's my dog. Gabe's constantly, you know, he wasn't a huge factor in this game. He caught that nice touchdown to to start the game off and get momentum rolling and on a nice concept drew up for him, and he just beat the guy flat out on the sideline. Just beat him. All speed and just perfect throw by Josh, and love to see that from Gabe. And then Kincaid. Kincaid was targeted five times, caught four of them, thanks, for 27. Good routes. Uh, really, really smooth out of his routes in these first couple weeks. Balls thrown on time by Josh on the break. Perfect throws. Uh, it, it just, I, I like where this Kincaid connection's going. I don't know if he's going to have a grand on the year yard-wise, but I think he looks really good compared to other tight ends. And, you know, right now I'd say he's the second best um, tight end rookie class this year aside from Laporta on, on Detroit. Um, yeah, I really like how he played. Knox only had a catch, but that little stiff arm, man, just, <clears throat> just fucking drove that dude in the dirt. Love to see that. Love a good, dirty Knox run. We all remember when he, you know, trucked the dude and then stiff arm the next guy, and that's the first play we all remember from Dawson Knox. And, you know, seeing those catches just makes you happy. Um, and then Sherfield got a couple passes thrown to him. Sherfield's slowly getting more involved, and I, I think he's a, a good dynamic to have for the team. And he's a, a good guy to throw the ball to when you need to. When you need a guy open, can he be open as like a third option? I, I like Sherfield. It was a very good pickup, and he even had a tackle on uh, kickoff. 
So at a boy shirt field. Uh but you cannot you cannot look at this game and not talk about Stefan Diggs. <sighs> what a game from Diggy Poos. Seven targets, brought in six of them things, 120 yards, three tugs. That one touchdown when he broke two tackles and just ripped up the sideline. Man, I was losing it. That was incredible. Diggs is, is, everybody knows he's good, but I still feel like he's wildly unappreciated compared to other receivers in the league. And everybody knows he's probably like a, a top 10, top 5. He's a top three, and he's not three. I, I'd even put Jettas ahead of him, sure. Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, end. And to think that the Bills, if we didn't get Stephon Diggs, we were going to use that draft pick on Justin Jefferson. So the fact that uh, we got the one and two guys, you know, we, we would have had either or. Really happy to see that. Extremely happy to see that. Matter of fact, and that worked out well for Buffalo. Good move. Um, but yeah, he just looked great in this game. I mean, found the soft spot in the defense on that one touchdown, uh, running just straight across the face of the linebackers, and Josh just piss missled it right into his chest, and you know drove into the end zone, and and then the third one, I I can't even remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I can't. But he had three. Really good game from Diggs. And another game, even though other people caught the ball, you know, we could have won this game with Diggs. Um, yeah, I'm really happy with how the receivers played. Constantly getting open, finding the weak spots. Diggs fighting after the catch on that one play. Just, mwah, chef's kiss. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, that's that's basic rundown of the game, man. Ed had a, Ed had a sack. I didn't bring that up. Uh, Ed Oliver also looked really good in this game, along with uh, Daquan Jones and Rousseau. Floyd was getting pressure off the edge, like always. Uh, really good offseason acquisition. Um, but that game's over. You know, we we, we stopped the hype. Uh, now we got to go to London. And we got to face the London Jaguars. And, um, you know, they look good this week uh, against a weak Atlanta team. But this defense is nothing to be slept on. I lost my fantasy football game this week because I I got rid of the um, Jaguars defense, and they put up twenty points. They had like four sacks. I think it was two interceptions, or it, maybe just one interception. I mean, their defense looks good. Not a crazy back, uh, you know, secondary, but I mean, they still got Trayvon Walker. They still got this entire defensive line, which is incredible and getting a lot of pressure throughout the first couple weeks. I can't believe how their defense is playing to this point in the year. Um, And I think, I, I mean, we know their offense. We know what Jacksonville is bringing to the table. And it's it's a lot. It's a lot. They, I mean, obviously, Lawrence at the helm, ETN in the backfield, and then, you know, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones. People forget about Zay Jones. I think they were he was just shitting on the Bills. I always thought he was reliable, and here he is just being a reliable third option. Evan Ingram. I mean, you know, and they got a, a very decent 
offensive line. I, I think we could take advantage of their offensive line a slight bit, but uh, Lawrence is going to sling it. He's got weapons, and now we're down our best cover guy. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that development. Um, we need our corners to play good this week. We need you know our, our secondary to be sound. And then uh, their defense, man, dude, four sacks, two interceptions, a fumble recovery, and a touchdown. My God. And that's, that's a really good defensive game. And I understand that Atlanta's Atlanta right now, but Bijan Robinson, you got to stop him. After him, he's got Aguilar. And that guy, he hasn't showed it much this year because Robinson's there, but Aguilar can get it done. And he can be your lead back if you need to. Um, you know, they stopped him. I want to say they stopped Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Uh, Drake London just didn't have a lot this game. This really didn't. Uh, it, it seemed more from what I've heard um, that it, it was just a, a bad performance from Desmond Ritter. Um, but I, I guess that Kyle Pitts is still just like doing cardio on the field and just running all the time, not getting the ball thrown to him. Um, so, you know, I, I don't want to say that this game, I mean, what they end up winning, I think it was 23-7. You know, that's a, that's a win that could have been a little bit more. So I think this team is still vulnerable. Uh, I think it's going to come down to, excuse me, I think it's going to come down to um, our defense doing what they need to do, our secondary coming up and, and, and playing uh, strong. Uh, we need to have a fundamentally sound game from our secondary is what I'll say. And our defensive line just needs to take advantage where we can. Absolutely needs to take advantage. Um, and then offense, you got to protect Josh. You know, we, we need him to be calm in the pocket, have time in the pocket, and um, and suppress some of these edge rushers, man. Uh, oh, my God. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. If we don't do that, then he's just going to be running around like a maniac. And, you know, Josh Allen's the greatest quarterback under pressure possibly ever, um, at least right now in the NFL. But, you know, it still throws you off when you're running around like a maniac trying to find the open guy. And, oh, my God. And make right decisions constantly. Um, Yeah. So I, we need to protect Josh Allen. And we need to um, – we just need to play good football. We need to do what we do. We gotta we gotta fix our run game a little bit. If we can run the ball consistently, play dirty football, then that's gonna help us a lot down the stretch. But this game especially, uh just being a defense that's getting turnovers. I mean, you look at the other games and I mean during Houston, that was just a weird one. They just had a bad game, but Kansas City they got to the quarterback once. They had two fumble recoveries, they had an interception. And in Indianapolis, they had four sacks again. They had an interception. They had two fumble recoveries. I mean, this is a really good defense we're going against. And don't don't let it just mistake you. And, and don't let you just think that Trevor Lawrence is it for this team. And it's all offense. They, they're well-rounded. So we need to play our best football just like we should every week. Um, but this is a legitimate team. This is a team that was, what, in the AFC Championship last year? Ring any bells? 
Was that the AFC Championship? Well, I think it was the championship, uh, but at least made a deep run in the playoffs, if I'm wrong. So, got to do what we got to do. We might see these guys in the playoffs. We just got to come through and play Bills football. And, and I didn't even bring up special teams uh, this week for the Bills. They All three phases played outstanding. We need to carry that on to this week. And we got to carry it on for the rest of the season. Um, but with this game, I think we could really take advantage. If all goes well, I really see like a like a 31-20 Bills win. It could even be as close as 28-21. Like it, it could be as close as that, but I want to say that we get like a two-score win. Um, so I'll even do... Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do 31-21 Buffalo win. Um, I think we can, I think we can pull this one out handily. But if it's a one-score game and it, it's you know, till the clock hits triple zeros, then don't be surprised. Yeah, this is a good football team we're facing. We're going to London. We're gonna be jet lagged. I don't know if they're staying in London. They just played a game there. Um, they might be staying there. I would if I was them, if I had the option uh, to just stay used to that time zone and, and that schedule. Um, so we'll see. That could be a major advantage for them if that's how that goes. But uh, Buffalo's going to get off the plane. They might be a little jet-lagged. Who knows? I'm saying 31-21 Buffalo. Bills by a billion always. Um, yeah. I say right now, uh, we just take a moment of silence for Trey White's season. because. God damn it. I can't fucking believe that happened. Moment of silence. Bow your head now, please. Thank you. Thank you very much. Needed that. Needed to slow down. All right. But yeah, I'm just, I'm going to call this here. I, uh, I don't have any energy to do this right now. Um, I, I might have an interview out this week. We'll fucking see. I, I'm honestly so disgusted. That that happened. I um, I just recorded just an absolute gem of an episode. It was just conversation flowed. It was just absolutely picture perfect, and uh, my recording device just um, it it stopped responding. You know, it does a little fucking circle of death on you, and it closed. I opened it back up. Said, "Do you want to recover this file?" I said, "Fucking please." And then I opened it back up and then it said some error and immediately closed. And I lost an hour and a half worth of a great conversation with a great friend. Um, but I didn't lose the friend, thank God. So uh, knock on wood to that. Jesus Christ. Um, but we're, we're going to have him back and we'll see if we get one out this week. Um, we should. I, I should figure this out. Um, but we will, we will definitely have him on. He'll be on plenty throughout the, the course of this show. Um, thank you for checking it out. Thank you for listening to this episode. Go Bills. Um, if you haven't yet followed the Instagram, uh, quit being a low life, please go onto your Instagram, go into the search bar and look up the old New York underscore no capitals, no space. You'll find us. Give it a follow. We're posting clips. We're posting updates on, uh, show times and, and when things will be recorded. And there you can also direct message me and ask me about ad reads. Free ad reads, completely free fucking marketing. It requires no money at all. Just if you got a business, if you polish shoes, if your kid's got a lemonade stand, 
say some shit to me. Just say, hey, I'd like you to promote this and I'll promote whatever you want. I'll include your name. I won't include your name. Whatever you want to be said, it will be said minute before the episode starts. All you got to do is shout me out, man. Shout me out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever the fuck you got. Just shout me out uh, and just take the link to the episode and, and put it into that little shout out uh, tidbit. Um, yeah. And enjoy the rest of your week. Have a good work week. Uh, we're we're going to play a good game against Jacksonville. We're going to get another episode out this week. And uh, go Bills, baby. Bills by a billion always. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Let's go, Buffalo! Let's go, Buffalo! Let's go, Buffalo!